Welcome back to Beyond the Tavern Wall, a D&D podcast where we, your tavern keepers, talk all things Dungeons and Dragons, whether that's about, I don't know, tracking down some monsters that you can see from thousands of miles away because your eyes are really that good, or shooting a bow. Who knows? We'll talk about whatever. I'm your host, Brayden Figgins, and I'm joined by the... I always forget to look up adjectives to describe my wonderful friends, so we'll we'll do wonderful and wacky co-host. Just as long ahead. as it's not scrumptious. Now, as long as it's not scrumptious, my guy. <laughs> You're scrumptious. I'll call you scrumptious, okay? I'm okay if you call me scrumptious. All right, scrumptious Sam, introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Sam. Hi. Sam. Good, I'm good to meet still you. mad. <laughs> Jeez. Don't worry about it, my friend. We're gonna pass it on to to Kendall before we get hit with sadness. Hi, I'm Kendall. Kendall, good to see you. Welcome in, welcome in. How's your day going? It's going okay. That's great. It's good to hear. Haley, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Haley. How are you doing today, Haley? I could be better. Amen, brother. Hunter. Hi, I'm sick. That's your name? That's yeah, yeah, ah. I just go by sick now. All right, thank you, sick. Hi, sick, I'm Sam. <laughs> That's so funny. It was, I appreciate that joke. I do that to my wife all the time, so I understand. Well, now that you've met everyone, and if, you, if you're new, you've met everyone. If you're not, you know who we are by now, hopefully. It's time to talk about in my opinion, by the player's handbook only, if we don't care load any extra things, the worst class in Dungeons and Dragons. We're gonna be talking about rangers. And I know Hunter loves rangers. And I know rangers are good if you include the Tasha's Cauldron of Everything, which is another source book that you can get. They're a lot better with that. But player's handbook rangers are I feel like regularly known or generally known as the worst class in all of D&D. This is why I won't read the player's handbook because everything in there is boring and lame. You should read it anyway because it would make me happy. Well, that's not my goal in life. Oh. <laughs> Awkward. So, Rangers, Hunter, we're going to pass it off to you, okay, being your favorite class. Uh. What is a Ranger? Oh boy, where do we even start? Rangers. These well, rangers, are... it usually starts where it ends. Oh man, that's crazy. That's crazy. Level three. <laughs> Level three. Okay. Um, rangers. I guess kind of a stereotype is they're just they're they're the the loners of the world, the people that like to stay out in nature and just spend all of their lives there and. And do all sorts of things out there. They're they're natural born hunters and trackers, and spend a lot of their time just studying nature and being one with it. Okay, you talk about stereotypes, and that those are some big ones. What are some other stereotypes that in D and D that rangers are? I think I know Haley doesn't agree with us one hundred percent. Legolas is a ranger. I feel like that's a big stereotype of of a lot of rangers is you need to be legless. I would say another one is that they're always archers. Most of the time they are going to be, but it's not a requirement. I think that uh, rangers 
can sometimes be depicted as like crazy because they are like by themselves a lot. They're kind of like your uh, Radagast, you know, just that other than Radagast is a more druid wizard, but like just because Ooh. they've been out alone by themselves, they kind of have slowly lost their mind. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Just in desperate Social need speech. of a shower. I think I think of like mountain men from the 1800s who were like in the raccoon trade. That's what I'm thinking. Like trappers. Yeah. I like that. Um, along with the fighter stereotype, I see a lot of people calling rangers boring. You're one of those people, Brayden. I you I, one of those people. I. I don't mind rangers, but they're definitely not on my top. Yeah, they're just... Uh, Go ahead. I was going to say, I think they're a good multi-class. Something to multi-class into, but I don't think they're a good just set class because of the way that they're set up in the player's handbook. Yeah. And it's, again, specifically, it's the player's handbook version that I feel is the problem. Because if you have a ranger, if you're a DM and you have a ranger, you almost have to change... If, if you have a ranger that's playing the player's handbook version, you almost have to change up your whole campaign so that any of their abilities are useful. Because they have, like, okay. favored terrain, which makes it so that they are, like, way better in one terrain than the other. Let's say you choose the terrain of, you know ice what a tundra oh but this is a jungle campaign literally a whole part of their class is gone oh my favorite foe is orcs well you're only going to be fighting elves like it's completely negates their whole class because of that and that's my biggest problem is i feel like it it's not fun for the character for the player and it really can just almost derail the whole campaign because the DM has to then try to make it fun for that character, which isn't bad, but it might ruin where things go, you know? Yeah. So with all that, is it even worth playing Ranger at all if it's going to give the DM that much strife? Why? Yeah, it is. Yes, I was going to say, Hunter, what is it about Rangers that make them unique over like a fighter or anything else that make them worth playing? Um, you you mentioned one of the features and the the overhaul of it. I think helps quite a bit. You mentioned the uh, the favored enemy is it's called in the player handbook. It's been overhauled and now it's called favored foe, and this allows you to mark any creature that you hit with an attack, and for one minute you you get to do additional damage to that creature, and it scales as you as you level up. But it's it's nice because. There is, we'll talk about, I'll go about it later, but Hunter's Mark is a spell that is for rangers. Um, it, it does a similar thing, except Hunter's Mark does not scale with level. And so being able to conserve that spell slot just by using a class feature, it's, it's very nice. And also rangers can cast spells without ne needing a specific subclass. Unlike fighters. Yeah, but their spell list isn't that great. Like, it's a very small uh, spell list, and it's also, it's like a paladin where you only get up to fifth level spells. 
Hey, I mean, sometimes the fifth level's enough. Like that. Uh, Sam, they're, they're not... Sam Sorry, go, go ahead and say what you're going to say, and then Hunter. I was saying sometimes fifth level is enough. You can do a lot with just martial attacks and fifth level spells. Don't need a reliance on magic. I, I will also say that um, rangers have been known to be like one of the most consistent with their damage output. They're not necessarily, they're rarely going to be the top, but they're consistent and that's what matters. Yeah, they're kind of like monks in that aspect where they're not like the high damage output, but they are the, they're going to put out damage every single round. Uh, compared to like a wizard where they are the high damage output, but there's a possibility they don't do any damage. Yeah. I think that's what makes Rangers worth playing it worth playing as well. Um specifically if you do the the Tasha's Cauldron of Everything um version of it, the updated I'll say I'll even call it the updated Ranger because like Wizards of the Coast realized that it was so bad that they needed to update it. Like Rangers with that are now a viable option to play and don't make it so the DM has to change up everything, you know? Yeah. So was it another thing? Go ahead. Sorry. No, you know, you go, Uh, you go. Oh gosh. Sorry. Um, another thing I forgot to mention, unlike most of your spellcasters, Rangers do not require a focus. And nature is their focus. Nature so. is your focus, and we know how important focus is, right? Isn't that right, Monday Group? I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I have no idea what that is. Great question. Who wants to explain what a focus is? It's been a while since we've had a nice mechanic bombs. Kendall, you yes, haven't said much. No, Let's Kendall, go, Kendall. We're gonna throw Kendall under the bus real fast. What I... is a spell casting I... focus? <laughs> Oh, so spellcasting focus is something that you focus on to channel your magic to make things possible, right? Such as? Sort of. Such as a holy symbol. Or a crystal. Or, or something else. Or anything you want to flavor it as, like cards, Wizards of the Coast. Oh, God. <laughs> swans, all these different objects can be used. Yeah, whatever you want to flavor it as. You said sort of, Haley. What do you, why do you say sort of? Uh, the only reason I said sort of is because she didn't mention that when you have a spellcasting focus, you don't need the materials. It takes up that spot. So every spell, I will more. We're in a full mechanics with mom thing right now. Okay, every spell has some sort of materials that you need to cast that spell. For like fireball, I believe it's bat poop and another thing. <laughs> I, they say bat bat guano, so I don't know if that's the same thing, yeah. but it's basically bat poop. That's um, poop. Yeah, and some other thing, and you need to do that in order to you need to use that in order to cast your spell, like wizards. That's a little bit more important. With our groups, spell materials aren't as important. We, I kind of just have it where you know what spells, you know what to get, so then you're not having to track every single material on your paper. Like, you get them whenever you go into town or something like that, and you have enough for your travels. But some DMs are very particular about making sure you have all that, which is make basically hardcore D&D at that point. Yeah. Which I, I I will say, 
I, I have no problem with it unless it's like I think you do it this way as well but things that cost like gold and it has a list of like you need 500 gold pieces worth of this material that one I think DMs usually are particular about yeah if it so like revivify is 300 uh, diamond worth 300 gold pieces you need to have a diamonds worth 300 gold pieces like there's a lot of yeah. money it is but it you guys is. have a lot in D&D anyway so we rangers go ahead haley not the monday group we don't have any money oh yeah you guys we are broke. poor hey don't worry you're working with uh, the guy who has the hand of vecna and you're you. you're right now next to team at's uh uh, seal, so it's fantastic, and we can talk about that so next we're just episode. Gonna die. It's fine. Yeah, you guys are great. You guys are doing fantastic, and you'll hear more about it tomorrow too. But we'll talk about uh in our next episode when we go over our campaigns. We're gonna focus on rangers real fast. Rangers don't need a spellcasting focus because of that. And it's really nice because then you can not have to worry about um anything like that at all. Is there anything else about rangers that make them truly unique compared to other um, classes? Um, there, there's another optional feature. I can't remember if there's any other classes. I want to say that there's a specific cleric subclass that lets you do this. But um, one of the features for rangers at 10th level as a bonus action, you can turn yourself magically invisible until the start of your next turn. Just because, lol, get good, you can't see me. <laughs> Is that um, hide in plain sight? It's nature's veil. Uh, it replaces hide in plain sight. Yeah, it's okay. nature's veil, and uh, that one's in Tasha's. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think this is the first class where we might refer to more stuff out of the player's handbook than in the player's handbook. Yes. Just yeah, 100%. well, yeah. there's like two subclasses in the player's handbook. It's true. I feel like when they made Ranger, they were just like, we need someone who's good with a bow. Okay, no, well. we got shot after. Yeah, they, they can be a hunter or a beast master, and, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's, it feels bad. It's the class with the least amount of uh, subclasses in the player's handbook. And then you got Cleric, which has like eight in the player's handbook. <laughs> well, yeah, it's hard to imagine other classes, like different flavors of Archer, you know? It's, yeah, it's, it's, I, I don't get it though, because then they came up with new ones that are really cool. Yeah, they did. Oh, but, I love some of the subclasses. Yeah, and the subclasses are actually really, really cool. But for some reason, when they came out with the Player's Handbook in 2014, the fifth edition, they were just like, uh, we're going to just screw over uh, Rangers. Lamau, get good. They'll be really good at tracking in their specific areas. Other than that, no. They turned us into Hawkeye, bro. It basically is what it was. <laughs> Bad. Hawkeye Legolas crossover. Yeah. All right. How do you build a ranger then? What goes into them? What um, ability scores do you give them? Spells? How do you guys build your rangers? Depending on the fighting style that you choose to go with will determine your top score. Most of the time it's going to be dexterity, but you can have strength in the top. Uh, but then after that, wisdom. 
because that's your spell casting modifier and then i would do constitution after that it's a wisdom caster boo it's a wisdom caster what let's see cleric and is it only cleric and ranger ranger and um druids druids yes that's interesting it's almost like it's the ones that um get their abilities from something else that use wisdom and then the, the people who are innately with them are charisma like warlock sorcerer paladin yeah and bard interesting i never thought about that um which makes total sense uh so you said dexterity constitution um and then well, con- well dexterity wisdom and then, and then con- constitution but if you wanted to be more swords up close you do strength Yes. And it depends on what weapon you want to focus on, because if you have a finesse weapon, which allows you to use your dexterity score, you could still use dexterity. Yeah. It's just when when you hit level two, you get to choose a fighting style, and that's kind of where I feel like you need to really make your choice as to which one you're going to go with. What spells would you choose for your ranger? Um, I really like the spell Zephyr Strike. What does that do? I'm pulling up. Hurry up! Faster! We don't believe in patience here. It's a bonus (laughs) action. So, um, you move like the wind until the spell ends. Your movement does not provoke opportunity attacks. Once before the spell ends, you can give yourself advantage on one weapon attack you roll. The attack deals an extra 1d8 force damage, and whether you hit or miss, your walking speed increases by 30 feet until the end of that turn. Wow, and it's a, it's a minute of concentration, too. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. And so it doesn't end until after a minute, so that's 10 rounds of combat. You don't provoke any opportunity attacks. Your speed is increased by... Holy crud! Yeah, and it's a bonus action. That's insane! And it's a first-level spell. Does does Strider have that? He does not. I I was looking at taking it, but I was suggested away from it. Jason! Hey, it's okay. It's okay. okay. <laughs> um, I can always take it later. Yeah, you can. You can. You can choose lower level spells uh, when you yeah. level up. Is a is the rangers? Uh, do they learn spells, and those are the only ones they learn, or is it kind of like druid, where you have a spell list that every long rest you can change up? No, it's just whatever you learn, you learn. So it's more wizard over uh, druid. Yeah. Or cleric. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I rangers are probably the one class I know the least amount. I have not done a lot of research on ranger. So good, I got you. Hate them so much. What, Haley? Because you hate them so much. I don't. It's not that I hate them. I don't hate them. I like (laughs) the Tasha's Cauldron. It's the player's handbook version. I think is terrible. True. So you hate them? Yes, I do. (laughs) <laughs> You're right. You guys got me. Yeah, I just have a grudge against um, a Strider for being so darn good and rolling an average of 20 on every single one of his perception checks, okay? 
Oh yeah, baby. Screw <laughs> you. Suck it up. Wait till we get to my survival. Oh yeah, and then what? Well, it's like an average of twenty-four in survival. It's up there. And oh, that my goodness. follows the stereotype of rangers. Perceptive and survivalist. Exactly. And we love them. Sorta. Any other spells? Can we talk about Hunter's Mark real fast? It's a ranger specific spell. Yes, I freaking I use Hunter's Mark a lot since uh, favorite foe hasn't scaled yet. Um, but it is a bonus action that requires concentration. I believe it's for a minute. No, it's an hour. It's an hour of concentration, and you get to deal an additional one d six of damage to the target that you mark whenever you hit it and you additionally have advantage on any perception or survival checks to find the creature that's been marked so it's like it's almost i feel like every ranger chooses that spell no matter what it's just it's it's a good one to have i mean especially if you need to track something if it's gonna run away just the ability to have for an hour have that just innate automatic advantage to find that creature. It's just, it's nice. Is there any other spells you feel like are important to take? And again, for our audience, all of these are suggestions. We're just trying to give you the best from what we know is fun and we've had a good time with. Make the character to however you want to do it. We want you to make sure yeah. we're just introducing you to the, uh, the class itself. Um, speak yeah. with animals is always a must. Speak with animals yes. is so fun. It just, is. Just make it's the just DM so be a squirrel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not like a combat spell. It's not going to make you stronger. It's just fun. It's fun, and yeah. it really could provide useful information because you don't know what the animals have seen. Yeah, it's like Kronk. <gasps> Kronk's a. Oh, never mind. I'm writing that down. <laughs> <laughs> Save that for later. Um. I will say, talking about speak with animals, part of uh, Tasha's Cauldron, if you take the the optional primeval awareness feature, you automatically get speak with animals when you hit level three and you can cast it once a day without any components or using a spell slot. How long does it last? A full day. Uh, I think it's like, speak with animals? I thought it was like an hour. Oh, shoot. It's, I'm, it's thinking, a- I'm thinking Baldur's Gate. Oh, uh, in yeah. Baldur's Gate, you can cast it and it will last until you take a long rest. But this isn't Baldur's oh, Gate, geez. this is D&D. Let's see. Speak with animals. Eight ten hours? Minutes. Ten minutes? Ten oh, minutes. wow. That's yeah. terrible. You're way off. That is. Holy it, crap. It can, be, it can be cast ritually. I don't think rangers have the ability to cast it ritually, but still. Ten um, minutes is better than nothing. I think if it's a ritual spell, you can cast, you can do it ritually, no matter what, I believe. I could be wrong. Yeah, it says it's a ritual cast on the list I'm looking at. It is, but I believe your class has to have the ability to cast Oh, is that only wizards then? Wizards, uh, druids, and clerics, I believe, all can cast ritually. Hey, guys. I'd have to double check that. I'm learning something new. Yay! Okay. Um, Two spells... That I, I like. Uh, Goodberry is always a good one. Oh my gosh. Goodberry. Goodberry's good. What is Goodberry? 
Good, Barry. I'm so glad you asked, Sam. I'm just here to ask questions. And that's why we hey. love you. It's a, it's a good thing to be curious. Um, good, Barry. It, it's, it's a first level spell. And you're able to create up to 10 berries. Uh, and each berry can restore one hit point, but they, and they last for 24 hours. I think we've mentioned it before, but at the end of the day, just use all of your spell slots to just create good berries, just because they'll last for 24 hours, and you can just yeah. pop one or two if you need a couple extra hit points. And it also makes it so that you have enough nourishment to sustain a creature for the whole day. Like, you eat one That's of true. them, and then you don't need food for the rest of the day. So if you're yeah. doing a heavy survival campaign, kind of broken. Yeah, and then it yeah. also can be just... It, it's almost a broken... Like you said, it's almost very broken because let's say you don't use any of your spells that day. All you need to do is just use all of your spell slots to make 100 good berries and there's 100 hit points. Mm-hmm. Like just in, the back, in your back pocket. Like it, it's a really um, good spell. Yeah. And then the, the other spell that I cannot wait to get, uh, this is specific if you're going to take the archery fighting style, but lightning arrow it's a third level spell uh, it's a bonus action but the next time that you make a ranged weapon attack the uh the target will take 48 lightning damage or half um, on a hit or half as much on a miss but then additionally each creature within 10 feet of the target will take 2d8 lightning damage on a failed deck save or half as much on a successful deck save so it's pretty good. Little area of effect. It's not fireball, but it's still good. Um, I think another good one is ensnaring strike. Mm-hmm. The the next time you hit a creature with a weapon attack before the spell ends, a writhing mass of thorny vines appear at the point of impact, and the target must succeed on a saving throw, or they are restrained. And um, while they're restrained, at the start of each of their turns, they take 1d6 piercing damage. And um, I believe when creatures are restrained, you get I advantage you get on advantage, your attack yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, it's and the... that one is also... Go ahead. I was just going to say, that one is also a bonus action. And it's annoying in Baldur's Gate. Because you know, I love it in Baldur's Gate. Well, it's annoying when it's used against you, because I feel like it always hits no matter what. I got this awesome pair of boots in Baldur's. Random side note: I can't be ensnared in any way, shape, form. It's just like playing Roland, and I love it. Jealous. (laughs) All right, moving on. Subclasses. We talked about how in the player's handbook. There are like two subclasses, and there I I Beastmaster is kind of cool. You know, you get to control be- like your own animal. You get your own pet. Hunter is terrible. The person and the class. I mean, um, oh, uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, please. <laughs> the the class is like the most basic thing you've ever heard of. It's more basic than champion almost. At least champion sounds cool. Hunter is just hunter. You know. And I'm, and I'm meaning the class, <laughs> not the person, okay? <laughs> Are you, though? We'll, we'll let the uh, audience decide, okay? 
That's it. That's it. Big deal. Is that the poll? Can I just can I just say the, the the names for these other subclasses outside of the freaking They're so good. Player's handbook. They're dope names. They're so I'm not gonna go over them, but they're possibly dope. the coolest. Maybe we'll read them out or maybe we won't so you look them up. What are your guys' favorite yeah. subclasses? Gloomstalker, baby. What is what is Gloomstalker? Gloomstalker. Hey, that's what Strider is. It's dope. I love it. Gloomstalker are the people that specialize just in the darkest places. Some of the some of the great features that I cannot wait to use in our campaign. I'm hoping sometime soon. Um, Umbral Sight. So um, you gain dark vision uh, for a range of 60 feet uh, if you did not have it. But then the best part of it is that when you are in darkness, you are invisible to any creatures that rely on dark vision to see you. So unless they have blind sight, you're you're good. They can't see you. That's actually so cool. I cannot wait to use it. I got to use it in a silly little one shot that none of you were there for. But was that the one where the uh, the meme of uh, Shin shooting people in the shin started? No, the calf was actually when we did an alleyway chase. That was like like still really early in the campaign. But mm. that's the one when I think you were sick and Jason ran a little yeah. fun one shot for us. Okay. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's it's honestly it's it's pretty dope. Um, and then another another part of it is dread ambusher. Uh, so you get to first and foremost add your wisdom modifier to your initiative rolls. But then the first turn of combat, you have an additional ten feet of walking speed. And then whenever you take an attack action. Uh, you get to do one additional weapon attack as part of that action, and that additional attack will do an additional 1d8 of additional damage. So it's beginning of combat. You're you're, you're pretty freaking good, just to start out. Yeah, you're you're a high so, damage yeah. at the beginning for sure. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Kendall, what's your favorite subclass? Um, so I was gonna say Beastmaster. But I was reading them and well, I'll still say that Beastmaster is like one of my favorites, but I was reading about the Fey Wanderer. Oh, that, that one's really my cool. favorite. That one's Love sounds it. really cool. Um mm-hmm. just oh, oh sorry. Um so it actually kind of reminds me of one of the Ranger examples I'm gonna give uh later, but basically just if you don't know what the Fey Wilds are, it's just this like another. It's a plane of existence, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. It's, it's another a parallel plane to the material plane. It's like the. It's like your typical fantasy, uh, world. Fairy realm yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah. So it's really really weird there. Um, but I just want to read the first little like introductory paragraph it has. I might not read all of it. But this is what hooked me to it. It says, A fey mystique surrounds you thanks to the boon of an archfey. The shining fruit you ate from a talking tree, the magic spring you swam in, or some other auspicious event. However, you required your fey magic. You are now a fey wanderer, a ranger who represents both the mortal and the fey realms. As you wander the multiverse, your joyful laughter brightens the hearts of the downtrodden. 
and your marshaled prowess strikes terror in your foes. For great is the mirth of the Fae, and dreadful is their fury. So I really like this a lot because it reminds me of the um, Irish myth of changelings. Uh, so changelings are just Fae that come and switch places with your baby when they're young. And the, your baby goes to live with the Fae. And I've always wondered, like, what is going on with the human baby in that fae realm kind of a thing. And I think this would be the result is a is a ranger fae wanderer. Um, and also just like the eating of the fruit is that that's what ties you to it. I don't know. It's just such a cool concept. But I also love that they have Misty Step. Misty Step is one of the most useful spells, in my opinion. It's dope. It, it is. Um, and then Charm Person is always fun. I feel like with Rangers, like we said before, they're kind of the lone wolf. So I like to challenge those stereotypes in my characters. So Charm Person for somebody who isn't typically charismatic. I think that's just so fun. And then they can also have illusionary uh, abilities. And it's just called Glamour which is awesome. They're just so cool. I could go on and on about them. Haley, what do you like about Fey Wanderer then? Um, I love anything that has to do with the Fey Wild. I was going to if before you said I was going to guess your favorite argument. one. I was going to guess your favorite one and I was just like, I already know what it is. It's that or yeah. Gloomstalker. <laughs> yeah. It's either definitely. it's either goth or fairy, you know? <laughs> That, that is my whole personality. <laughs> but you know, let's let's be honest, is are like the complete opposites. Yeah, it's very confusing for everyone. <laughs> no, I got it. You're just goth a goth fairy. It's fine. Yeah. What about a fairy yeah. goth? Mm, no, no, goth, goth fairy. Goth, goth fairy. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sounds about yeah, yeah, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Is so why does the Feywild appear appeal to you so much? Because like you said, it's that stereotypical fantasy land that you would think of. I don't... It's just so magical. I don't have any other explanation. It's just such a magical place, and I want to go so badly. I picture it as like Wonderland from Alice in Wonderland. I picture it as Pandora from Avatar. Ooh, that's better. That's actually better. I was just thinking of like weird mushrooms and talking flowers, but like, but also that good. it can just be, yeah, it can be whatever you want. Sam, what's your favorite subclass? Mine's short and sweet, so be ready for this this banger right here. I like the swarm keeper, and the only reason for that, bugs. What about <laughs> bugs? Why, why is that? That's the one only the, reason. One of the abilities you get with the Swarmkeeper class is gaseous form. And so you can just spice that up to be, you're just a man made out of spiders. I am Spider-Man. Second wait, edition. Wait, 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 wait. You could be a, like, wholesome chipper beekeeper. Nope, spiders. No, bees. Spiders. Spiders. <laughs> no, I just imagine that, like a sweet it's old spiders. man. Dude, this is my fantasy here. It's spiders. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I was actually thinking the same thing. Kendall. I was like, what if your backstory is you're just like a normal beekeeper and 
you got set off on an adventure for some random reason and then you just keep your swarm of bees with you, you like the beehives everywhere yeah like you, you're you just wear your beekeeper suit everywhere you go and that's your armor <laughs> the swarm keeper is cool i like swarm keeper you can um bugs bugs lots of bugs you can have <laughs> miniature twig blights fluttering birds they don't have to be bugs you could literally flavor it to be Anything but why would you sense. do anything other than spiders? That gives you, like, instant intimidation checks. It's true. But that's what you want to do. And remember, it's about what they want to do as well. No, if you don't do bugs, you're playing wrong. It's true. It's actually true. You have to do bugs. Not Sam really. just wants to be the monster from the first Men in Black movie right now. Oh, gosh. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> no. The idea of keeping swarms with you is a really, really fun idea. Um, my favorite, I don't know, there's so many. Just the, I'm going to read off the names for these real fast. So you have Beastmaster, Drake Warden, Fey Wanderer, Gloomstalker, Horizon Walker, Hunter, Monster Slayer, and Swarm Keeper. Like, if those aren't the most bad A like, names for subclasses, I don't know what is. Like, like, what other subclass has as cool names as that? Wait, there's one called Horizon Walker? It's, I... Oh. It's Horizon honestly... Walker, the cool concept. Yeah. It's just, I don't think it's the best one. At third level, you gain the ability to detect a planar portal within one mile of you. Hmm. It's cool because, like, the concept of the Horizon Walker is that they're the guards of threats from other planes and that they, they watch over, like, the portals and ways to, to travel between planes. It's Why cool didn't concept. I read the Avengers? Why didn't I read this? This sounds like my thing. <laughs> it, it's cool. It's thematically, it's really, really cool. Yeah. Gameplay wise, like, the ability to detect portals. If you're not doing a campaign where it's like not interplanar travel or stuff like that, yeah, it's really no really use. Um, yeah, it's true. It's yeah. a dope concept. I love it's it. It's a cool, yeah. And then I think my favorite is Drake Warden, though. The mm -hmm. ability to summon a Drake, like, a, so it's a dragon without any wings, practically. That's what a Drake is. Like, the ability to summon a Drake companion with you and they. I, I just they're just with you constantly. Uh, you can use them to fight. It's basically Beastmaster, but with dragons. And you can use your Drake to like do so many different things. Like at 11 level, you have Drake Breath. You can excel you, as an action. You can you, you can excel a 30 foot cone um, or cause your Drake to excel it. And it can be acid, cold, fire, or poison damage. Uh, it doesn't even have to like it, you can do whatever you want. And then. If they fail the saving throw, the dexterity saving throw, they take 8d6 uh, damage. And then it increases to 10d6 at 15th level. So it's basically a fireball um, in a 30-foot cone. It's just real. I really love the idea of you having a pet dragon. I think that's really fun. I like dragons. You like dungeons? Uh, I, <gasps> prefer, I prefer dragons, but dungeons are okay. Oh, Have we got the game, game for you? you. Oh. <laughs> yes. That was the same brain brainwave brain, moment. Yeah, brainwave. Brainwave. The brainwave. I can't speak right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like with Ranger, 
they are their classes are either really fun or kind of lame like horizon walker is one of those examples where like it sounds really fun but in reality it's unless you're specifically wanting to flavor your character like that or you're doing a campaign that really involves a lot of interplanetary travel portals and all that there's no reason to pick um horizon walker monster slayer it's, it's kind good. of it's it's a decent one it's oh it's just you hunt monsters like hunter it's the same yeah. thing it's just you you're a hunter like it, it, i feel like you got yeah and hunter you're beautiful oh, i thanks. don't this is just me hating on rangers so um <laughs> i feel like that's they how hate it us because they ain't us they hate they us because they ain't us, us. <laughs> <laughs> good show um, haven't seen it yeah, don't. It's terrible. It's not. It's a really not a show. The interview for those who don't know, don't watch it, um, <laughs> or do if you really want a comedy like that. Um, <laughs> go into our next one then. Rangers in pop culture. I have a list, but you guys go first. You, you know, know I just... think Kronk from Emperor's New. <laughs> I am gonna punch you. <laughs> Why Kronk? That's a really good one. You know, he can speak with animals. Wow. The squirrel, and that's the only thing that I'm going to say. So, Kendall. Hey, he's a tracker, too. I will fight you for that. He can travel by map. That's true. Everyone can travel by map in that universe. It's true. But not, not like Kronk. Kendall, why else is Kronk a ranger? <laughs> Kendall's standing right over. Oh, no. <laughs> K- Kendall. Get back to your seat so we can ask you a question. Uh, difficult terrain. He moves easily through the jungle. Anything else? Um, he's kind of weird. <laughs> he hasn't showered in a while. That, that's a ranger trait. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his spinach puffs, I hear, are amazing. He's a vegetarian. <laughs> that's his version of Goodberry. <laughs> yes, his spinach puffs. Is his spinach puffs? His spinach buffs. <laughs> he also doesn't know the difference between a llama and a skull. No, he does not. So Kronk is the ideal ranger. What yeah, are some really. other rangers in pop culture? Um, okay. I have Merida from Brave. Oh. Okay, yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Beastmaster. True. I don't. I don't know if I like that because the beast she tames is her mom. I, well, I, I, I think kinky. It, it is what it is. I would have thought more Fae Wanderer. What about Hunter? For sure. I feel. I see Fae Wanderer. Just dealing with like the mystical, like the wisps. Yeah, the wisps and, and stuff. Brave is underrated. It is. I freaking love that movie. It's That's so good. That's so good. I, I haven't watched it in a while. They literally made a whole system just to do her hair. Yes. Yeah, they did. Like, it's crazy. Um, Merida. Who else? Hunter, you had one. Bear Grills. Bear Grills. <laughs> Bear Grills. <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend. If there's oh a man gosh. in tune with nature, it is Bear Grills. And I will not take any arguments on this. What about, could we say Steve Irwin as well then? He was, I thought he said he was a druid. Could, yeah, could we put druid. him as both? 
Yeah. Sure, why not? Multi-class. I guess. Yeah. What about, have you guys seen the guy who is on the hunt for the 20-foot python in the Florida Everglades? Yes. Yoink, oh, yeah. dude, the yoink dude? TikTok. Oh, he's the yeah. yoink dude? Oh, yeah. my gosh. He's a ranger. That man, terif he terrifies me. Beastmaster ranger, okay? He yes. just goes out in the Florida Everglades, and he just pets alligators, crocodiles, is, is right next to them, grabs snakes, other animals, and is just on the hunt to get this invasive species of, uh, what is it, a boa python? What is it? It's something. Dude. Something like Some that. Some snake, and there's rumors of a 20-foot-long snake, and his whole goal is to find the snake. But then he just records him, like, pissing off alligators. Well, not pissing them off, but, like... He just grabs them. Just right next he to them. He's them. literally just right next to them. It's like, what that, the heck? dude. He's just... He's the final boss of Florida. After he's... you defeat all the other Florida <laughs> men, it's just him. <laughs> So um, yeah, I, I have a whole list once everybody is done theirs. I don't know if that oh, was said, no, just read off yeah. another one you have. Kendall was up for like ahead. three hours last night making this list. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the one that reminded me of the Feywild that I didn't say earlier was Alan Parrish from Jumanji. Ooh. Is that oh. the new Jumanji yes, or old Jumanji? The old Jumanji, oh, old. Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Okay. I forget about that movie. I've not seen that in so long. What? But Dude, yeah, so think good. about I it. He it. gets sent to this magical, dangerous land and like masters it and knows everything about it and can survive I it. I love it. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. I prefer mm -hmm. Zathura over Jumanji. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Did you seriously just remind the world that that exists? That is the Spy Kids of Jumanji. What's wrong with Spy Kids? Josh Hutcherson is in that movie, so Zathura slaps. I love that movie. That was such a good movie. It. And what's wrong with Spy Kids? There's nothing wrong with Spy Kids, but you, we all know what's wrong with Spy Kids. <laughs> 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 Dude, that's a fever dream. <laughs> Absolutely nothing wrong with that franchise that I can think of. Um, who else? I had Katniss Everdeen. Um, I had that one on my list as well. Yeah, Katniss Everdeen is like your other, other than Legolas, is your quintessential ranger. Is quintessential the right word? I have no idea. Yes. I'm not an English major. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. There you go. I wanted to sound smart. Thank you. I would argue Owen from Jurassic World is a Beastmaster Ranger. You don't Jurassic World either. You guys are just bringing up the worst movies. Okay, I will say I've only seen I've saw I've seen the first one, the first Jurassic World. I saw the second one like a couple weeks ago. It was okay, but the first one's fine. It's got Jimmy Buffett in it, so that's a redeeming quality. The first one's not bad. Everything with Jimmy Buffett's a redeeming quality. I could go on a Jimmy. whole rant about Jurassic Park, but. This is not the time nor the place. Good or bad rand? Bad. Why, why would they re, re, uh, bring back dinosaurs? No, the literal theme of Jurassic Park is let's not F around with ma nature for money. Let's not sure. milk something for money. And how many sequels do we have now? Oh, that's hilarious. That's actually really, really funny. I love how it's not even about like the movie itself. It's about the series. <laughs> yeah anyway okay no the first jurassic park movie is like one of my favorite movies of all time it's, it's so good, good. It's oh, it good. was just life finds a way i thought that was the theme of the movie i'm sending you guys something to watch after we're done recording oh, oh no <laughs> um who's another one um hawkeye I, we mentioned I just, hawkeye 
Yeah, I, I still kind of feel like Aragorn kind of qualifies as a ranger. You could you could put Spe- him down. It's specifically book Aragorn, because that's where it goes a little bit more into like he was a tracker and he was wandering all over the realm, like gathering information and doing all of that. I have n- it, the the biggest problem I had was the Legolas. What being a fighter? It was that was that the argument? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I could see. I mean, he's literally a ranger, a Dunedain ranger, right? From the books. Yeah. Uh, from like, so he it's literally in his name, Strider. If, oh shoot, I whistled. A Strider, like but Aragorn as Strider is a ranger. Yes. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's other ones. Kendall, knock off some more. Um, we got Hagrid from Harry Potter. Interesting. I That's know a you guys. If I've ever seen one, you no, saw how he just not. the first movie breaks into the lighthouse. That's you can't tell me that's not barbarian okay, behavior. Okay, a fighter could do that too. True. Um, I could they tame it, a hippogriff? Is he a circle of the shepherd druid? Maybe. I don't know. Let's focus on rangers. You're right. My bad. I, I, that one's um, debatable, you but guys, I can see it. I can see it. You guys always shoot down my Harry Potter ones. Anyway. Um, They're all sorcerers. Ash Ketchum. Pokemon. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Honestly? Yeah. I, I, yeah. No way. I love it. <laughs> uh, Newt Scamander. Fantastic okay. Beast and Where to Find Them. Mm-hmm. Um, Hiccup from How to Train Your Dragon. Yes. Kendall just went, uh, what movies and books do they have animal friends? And wrote those all down. Boy, I am not done. I'm kidding. Kay. It was a joke. It was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you've seen the Brothers Grimm movie with Heath Ledger, there is a character in that called Angelica. She's kind of like this wild, cool ranger person. Anyway. Um, and then we said Kronk. And then last one is Dwight Schrute. Dwight Schrute? Elaborate. That's an interesting one. So that man can survive any um, situation and is prepared for any situation. And also, if I can uh, direct your attention to that one episode where Michael is like, I'm going to survive in the Pennsylvania forest for a day. And it keeps cutting between him and Dwight. And Dwight has like fire, water and shelter within like 20 minutes. And Michael is cutting up his pants. And he's socially awkward. So, yes, I hate and it. He's but a you're crossbow, right. Doesn't he? He has a crossbow. I'm pretty sure he has a crossbow. That, I, I would have put it past him. That, I hate it, but you're right. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Ew. Um, yeah, I know. I I'm good at this. <laughs> this one might be... I feel like it's pretty similar to Hawkeye, but for different reasons. But the Green Arrow stranded yeah. on an island for years and just becomes like the master of that and learns survival skills and all that. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think what makes a ranger is the, are those survival skills? Like, what makes a ranger but, then? 
I feel like it's their ability to adapt to situations, become in tune with nature, and learn how to track and hunt and do all these things. Yeah. Okay. Yep, so Bear grills. you're right. Bear grills. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Is there any other ones uh, that we can throw out to give kind of uh, help to those who want to create a ranger? Think of any more at the moment. Yeah, I feel like that's a good, good list. Ranger's one of those where you could put a lot of people in. Yeah, for sure. 100%. I mean, we, we said we put Dwight Schrute from The Office <laughs> as a ranger. I think, I think <laughs> you could put a lot of other ones. That perfect, beautiful thank you, Kendall, for that. Uh, any other things <laughs> before we close up the episode? Uh, 50% of people who voted says a column can be a line. Oh, cringe. <laughs> just just want to say. If you haven't listened to last week's episode, go listen to that. Uh, rangers, everyone. Rangers are your tracking, nature-loving, uh, not as nature-loving as druids, but still nature-loving, uh, lone ranger kind of people. They're fun. Uh, specifically, if you use the Tasha's Cauldrons of Everything, um, they're, your, they're your doomsday preppers. They're your doomsday preppers. You're right. <laughs> if you guys respect our names, but respect <laughs> on their names. If you... I don't want to hear no more slander. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to make a ranger, we hope this episode helped. Uh, share your ideas with us. Send us an email about your ideas for rangers. And if you create one, let us know if we inspired you to make one. Um, that's the episode, though. We appreciate every single one of you so much. Um, what? Do, oh my gosh, I always forget what to say. This is the part I say every single episode and I forget. Um, if you have not joined our social media, we'll do um, results and we're going to do like weekly the results. We said we'd be reading the results from all the polls and questions and answers. I think we do those once a month, uh, like the very last episode a month. So then people have time to kind of read them and see them. Um, so check out our socials. We are on Instagram and TikTok at Beyond the Tavern Wall. Haley and Kendall do a phenomenal job over there. Make sure to go give them some support. Share it. Share it on your social media media things too. Share it on your TikTok, your Instagram. We would love that if you guys were to, when we post something, like it, share it, comment, do whatever else it is. Um, as well, make sure you five star us on Spotify and. Uh, Apple Podcast, and you leave a review as well on Apple 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 Podcast. I cannot speak today, guys, um, because that really helps us. It helps out the algorithm so that we can get to more people, so that we can grow the podcast. Uh, if you have any suggestions for episodes, comments about an episode, or questions about D and D in general that you would love to ask us, we have an email, and that is beyond the tavern wall at gmail.com. We look at that a lot. Um, we did get an email from one person and I forgot I needed to tell you, talk to you guys about it. So we can do that sometime, maybe in our meeting next week or whatever. Um, Kendall, you have the side quest for the day. What is their side quest? Your side quest is to share this podcast with somebody who has ever been a boy scout, no matter the rank. Ooh. If you... Have been, can we include Girl Scout in that too? Oh yeah, Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, whatever. If you have been in Scouts of the boy or girl variety, 
okay? Well, if you know someone who's been in Scouts of the Boy or Girl Variety, all right? Go and share the podcast with them. Thank you guys so much for coming out. We appreciate you guys. And let's say our final goodbyes. Bye, Rangers of the Bye, everyone. Don't let anyone tell you that a line can never be a column. <laughs>